1: Hello, and welcome uh, to another episode of Farm to Fame, I am Kelsey Winger, coming to you from ATL, Georgia, mm. that is Peter Moylan, coming to you from Australia, folks, You're saying, what time is it there right now?
2: It is 9.27 in the morning on is- December 1st, so Merry Christmas to everyone uh you guys haven't got here yet but it's the future is bright Mm. look at it really bright it's really bright so yeah and my daughter just woke up come here baby come say hello
1: hi you
2: just woke up she
1: can't hear me right
2: she can't hear you but i can hear let me just
1: how did she sleep
2: how did you sleep
1: how did you sleep good Good. oh that's good
2: you're very warm (laughs) Um, Daddy picked you up a cruffin with Nutella in it over there. So why don't you go and grab that and eat that for breakfast?
1: What's a cruffin?
2: It's a muffin and a croissant combined with stuff with Nutella. Bring it over, babe. they want to see it. It's in the bag right there, honey.
1: Oh my gosh. While this is happening, that is also our captain, our pilot. Oh, our pilot, Maddie Mass. Coming to us from either New Jersey or New York. They all confuse me up there with where they live.
2: Um, can i show them what it looks like
1: you in new jersey
2: yep in new jersey
0: in need of a cruffin this
2: ladies and gentlemen is what we call in australia a cruffin it is made out of croissant in the shape of a muffin stuffed with nutella i always say that it's important to have a nutritious breakfast when you're seven (laughs) years old and Nutella stuffed croissants with sugar on them is what I suggest to everybody. So is it, is it um, Nutella cruffin?
1: It's Nutella cruffin. <laughs> oh my body.
2: You wanna sit over there and eat it? You can sit rather. Right it's on the other side. Is the, the
1: whole inside stuff? Is it a lot of Nutella?
2: There's like probably, there's probably like a good heat spoonful of Nutella in the middle of the cruffin.
1: Mm. Let's see how many times Pete cusses on this episode with his daughter sitting four feet away from him.
2: Zero. <laughs> I am I am a conditioned non-swearer when there's children's around.
1: Well, Go yeah, ahead, Pete baby. is back in Australia. So just can you fill everybody in on like what you're doing there? What's going so on? So we flew
2: in and uh, we made it. And um, I'm here to hopefully get some sort of Training going for some Australian baseball players, and uh, it's all it's all up in the air right now with the everything that's happening. But look, I'm in Australia. I've seen my daughters, and that's basically as good as I can hope for right now. So after two years, Leilani got to hang out with her sisters. So Aww. it was it's been it's been really cool, and the girls have been over here every day. So it's like I'm doing school runs. It's it feels right. Picking <laughs> up a right. muffins. Cruffins, Cruffins. Yeah. yeah,
1: love Australia for you, truly.
2: I'm down here till February tenth, trying to get some sort of some sort of uh, look. Australian baseball has been decimated last few years. We had the Olympic qualifiers that we couldn't go to. We've had we haven't had any national tournaments for two years. Guys haven't even been able to train in this country because they've been locked down. Some of them, half the country's not. It's like it's just been weird, obviously for everybody. So. Um, but a real hit has junior baseball and, and those tournaments that guys are so used to playing in that, that they've not been able to compete in for the last two years. So I'm trying to come down here and if we, at the very least give these guys some sense of, of involvement or team and just have somewhere to go once a week where we can just hang Aww, out. And, yeah.
1: That's so nice of you.
2: Well, it's got to be done.
1: Wow. A man of the people try to be he's the next commissioner i'm going to say it until it happens manifest it
2: man well speaking of the commissioner should we talk about that for a second and i didn't realize that he was this silly silly so he sent me the article i'm not going to pay for it because i'm not going to justify giving rob manfred any kind of of my time but it was effectively said that they used two different baseballs last year that were designed to perform differently so I was under the impression that it was all oh you know yeah we made some adjustments to the ball in years past but now we've come up with a solution that we found that works for everything that's what that was my impression of what was happening over the last couple of years apparently it's been by design where they're sending certain balls to certain teams and other balls to other teams and and i'm not sure how true all this stuff is and if it comes out to be true right before the cba then this is big 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 stuff so yeah you know, every single article that seems to come out about the CBA or about the future of baseball is just not looking very positive. But you look at how good baseball was for the last 12 months and it's just such a shame. It's just we need to, we need to figure out, you know, a, a solution to this sooner rather than later. And the solution is not to just throw money at the big free agents because that's not solving anything. All they're doing is putting lip service or ear service or eye service to the off-season so far by throwing cash at people that were always going to make money. Like, this isn't the issue that people have. They've got to dig deep at it.
1: Yeah, these guys were going to be signed. They were not going to enter next season with not being signed to a team. The guys that have already been signed.
2: But the rate in which people are signing, it's just, had this been the way that they did it for the last five off-seasons, we wouldn't be talking about problems right now.
1: I mean, there's been a lot. How many have there been?
2: I honestly do not remember an off season where big names signed before January, February, maybe there was a couple before Christmas, but especially in the last couple of years, it's been, it's been such a slow moving developing hot stove and all the hot takes are just all basically ice blocks because nobody's been doing anything for years. And now all of a sudden this year, they've got a deadline in place. They've got one more day to sort of sign as many guys as they can and they're panicking and they're trying to get it that well use this uh, this urgency is what you need to have for free agency and we would not have a problem you'd guys yeah. sit back and just oh we don't we don't really want any of these guys nah, we'll see what happens in february hopefully someone else can try. but it's is, you know what i'm saying
1: yeah
2: i just it's so it's it's such a shame mm-hmm. that this is happening but it's inevitable
1: well and it's just it's it's been so crazy this first like you've been talking about this first couple of weeks but I mean, in what, 24 hours, the league's probably going to shut down. Like, when this episode comes out, we're probably going to be in a lockout. Yeah. And it was just so interesting that, like, they attacked it this aggressively. But, I mean, you made the point. They made the point on Talking Baseball that, like, these guys were going to be signed by Mm. opening day. These were not. So, I don't know. It's been very entertaining. But now I feel like we're just about to have absolutely nothing for however long.
2: We should probably just talk about a couple of moves at a time then. <laughs> So we can space them out over the over the course of the off season. I know. Holy cow.
1: So the first one that we want to hit on is our guy Wander mm-hmm. Franco. Got the big big deal with the raid. It was like blowing up social media. So he previously would have hit arbitration in 2023.
2: So now it's a club option for 2033.
1: 182 million, 11 year deal, club option for 2033 oh. season. But the deal could be worth up to 223 million at, if it meets all of the incentives and in the club the club options exercise. Um, so we love that for our guy, Wander Franco.
2: You know what's, what's really frustrating for me is the only take that I can have on this is I feel bad for Acuna.
1: Yeah. Gosh, Acuna got hosed. Every time I think of that deal, I'm like, he and Ozzy, oh my gosh. When They got Ozzy for what, 35, seven years?
2: 30, 38 or something like that, yeah.
1: I remember one of my friends in the league, I don't want to say the name because it, I don't want to, it's bad, but he just texted me and he was like, what is Ozzy, Ozzy's agent doing? Like he could have gotten so much of a bigger contract and he got 35 or 38.
2: That one is troubling, not troubling, but it's just not, tr- that's the wrong word. That one to me, I just, I don't know. aussie has been hurt a little bit, right? So for him, the security of that kind of money from someone from Curacao to go home and take that to, you set, you set yourself up for, yeah. for a few years. So it's hard for me to, to step in someone's shoes and go, you should definitely have not taken that
0: yeah. when they're
2: throwing a 35 million contract in front of you. But at the same time, if a player is willing to sign it, what are the, what's the team supposed to do? Yeah. So.
1: How much do you think Acuna would get if he were a free agent right now?
2: Whatever Soto gets is the benchmark. Soto's going to get four hundred and something.
1: Gosh, I feel so bad for him with the Nationals. Like.
2: Here's the thing: if 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 Soto was to sign the next couple of years then he's going to get 400 if he waits and if he plays it all out like like he, he may do then i don't know what that contract's going to look like but it's still going to be massive it's the it's the if he signs now early that'll be the 12 13 year contracts that you're seeing right now but if he waits until all i know is it's going to be a lot a lot of money
1: okay well what have been what have been your like your big splash free agent signings which ones have made your jaw up i mean obviously max scherzer
2: that's exactly it but that, that, that kind of aav Mm-hmm. Has been talked about in the last couple of years, based on we're not wanting to sign these guys to ten-year deals and have them. You know, I call it the pull holes deal, because what Albert got paid for was what he had done, and unfortunately, the Angels paid him for what he'd done, and they got they got a bit out of him, but they certainly didn't get the numbers that they were expecting from him. But that's the way that that free agency and the contracts worked back then. Now you're going to see more of these. You're at the end of your career we want you for the first year, year and a half, two years, but we're going to pay you for three and we're going to overpay you for all of them. That's forty two and a half million dollars a year to throw once every five days.
0: And Max Scherzer also gets paid 15 million a year from the Nuts.
1: Jeez. And the point that Trevor was making, Trevor had the realization on Talking Baseball that Jacob deGrom has an opt-out like after next season. And he was like, He's going to get paid. He's going to go to Steve Cohen and be like, you want me to play? You want me to pitch alongside Max Scherzer for you? Give me 50 mil. Give me 50 Mm -hmm. mil a year. Mm -hmm. He thinks he's going to get, I mean, (sighs) Jacob DeGrom. But you go back to what the Mets have done. They also got Starling Marte. They also got Eduardo Escobar. Like, they're putting, I mean, they got their big splash signing, but they're putting other pieces around. Yeah. And Starling Marte, I mean, is a great, obviously a great pickup.
2: Anywhere, and so is the ROS part. Who was Stevie Cohen? Uh, who was he complaining about that the that, that
1: was it? Stephen Matts. It was Stephen. It Matz. was
2: Stephen Matts. Yes, it was Stephen You Remember how he called him out and said, "Oh, this." Oh, the, yeah, the tweet was
1: ridiculous.
2: That is absolutely hilarious to me. But I feel like he took that personally. Was like, okay, well, that's not going to happen again. I'm just going to overpay. I'm just going to throw cash at everyone because I've got unlimited funds. That's what it feels like. He's also the only owner that didn't go through the pandemic, so. Yeah. He bought the team after 2020. So everything that he's seen has been gravy. He didn't have to deal with the losses of the pandemic. So he's sitting there going, all right, well, I've got plenty of cash compared to everyone else. Let's go.
1: Yeah. What about Kevin Gosman? So happy for that dude.
2: Me too. Me too.
1: What was it? Five years, 110 million. This dude was picked up off waivers by the Reds from the Braves in 2019, like the Braves. Mm. And he just found it in san francisco i am very surprised that he didn't stay there just because he was having so much success there and oh. but i'm he that's the, he got paid and he's a good i mean i've been i've known that guy and, and his wife taylor since college that we went to lsu together and i'm just so freaking happy for kevin because he has always just been just a good a good dude even when he ran that campus at LSU like he was he was the man on campus obviously like LSU baseball's a big deal and he was a staff and he was just always so nice to everyone and he always worked hard and it's been so cool to watch his success build into what all LSU fans expected him to be when he got drafted fourth overall and whatever year that was
2: he's certainly blossomed that's for sure yeah I feel like he's just—he's gone away from trying to change the way that he was. He, you know, everybody tried to invent a, a new way for him to pitch. He's always really been that fastball split changeup kind of guy. He's had two different kinds of changeups, and, and it, oh, everyone's trying to get him to make him throw a breaking ball. And I guess he just found a found a combination in in San in San Fran that that worked for him and. He's he hasn't let up, and there's, there was it was kind of like a little bit where he kind of taped it off a little bit, and I thought, okay, well, mm-hmm. this could be new. But then he just went, whoosh, we went up there again, but yeah,
1: okay, Texas Rangers,
2: what?
1: <laughs> Talk oh, yeah. about out of nowhere was nobody was even talking about them, and yeah. then they, oh my gosh, simeon Seeger, John Gray, did y'all hear that dog outside?
2: Was that your dog? No. You got a dog now?
1: I I had to even leave my cat in Houston. She's still in Houston.
2: with Hold on. How long are you in Atlanta for?
1: Well, I leave Friday for Cincinnati because I'm going to watch my dear friend, my dear friend, Joe Burrow, play football and Jamar Chase. We're having a girls weekend. So I'm flying to Cincinnati Uh. on Friday and then I go back home on the 18th. So I'm without my... My little cat for 20 days, and um, Cincinnati plays on Saturday. And if they win, they're probably locking up a spot in the uh, college football playoffs. So we're gonna have a quite the sports weekend up there. Wow. Um, Texas Rangers,
2: good on them. Extended Woodward, uh, and they they are going for it. I'm shocked, but this is the fun. This is the fun part of I think off seasons is that you don't really know until it starts which teams are planning on going for it and then all of a sudden it's usually we're waiting till february to see who is going for it but because of the climate currently we know which teams are planning on making a run for it already um the teams that that carried over the success from last year who still have majority of their core left braves dodgers those sorts of guys but then there's the new ones like the rangers and detroit seem like they're going to be going for it and and you know it's uh, i think it's i think it's good i think
1: but the Rangers can't be done. Like, they have to go no. out and get starting pitching now.
2: Yeah, yeah. Who do you
1: think they're going to get oh. or go after? I mean, talking baseball is talking about them going after Kershaw.
2: I he I predicted that they were going to sign him just because he was a hometown hero. But the, the question still remains with the health of Kershaw. Like, it can't just be a feel-good, bring Kersh home. You know, he wants to play here. Let's give him 40 mil. Like, it's got to be a smart deal as well. And I feel like they're making a lot of smart decisions at the moment. Um, Simeon, awesome. Seeger, awesome. Like
1: John Gray, awesome. He, was, he pitched well in Colorado.
2: And how's the conversation pick going for Colorado? Oh, that's right. Dude, the Rockies. What great. is happening? God, Jake needs to save them. Jake's rocks.
1: Yeah. Hey, how did you feel about uh, the Braves picking up Kirby 8?
2: I texted him yesterday. That's a, that's, it's such an Alex Anthopoulos move, right? Two years before he signed or he went down, he was one of the best closers in the game.
1: He led the league in saves. Correct. In 2019.
2: Yeah. That was the first time as a full-time closer really too. So, um, and then he got hurt. So I think, yeah, I just spoke to him yesterday. He said, he's going to be ready. um, He's going to be ready at some point next year. Not sure when, but he's going to be ready at some point. And then he's going to be ready for the year after that too. So, you know, it's, it plonk him at the back end of the night shift, and it, it's frightening.
1: Yeah, I'm, I was talking to somebody about this signing and they were like, "Who's Kirby Yates?" And it's like, right. "Kirby Yates was the best closer in baseball in 2019. He just didn't throw a pitch in 20 or was it 2020? And then 2021, he got hurt because he didn't yeah. play last season. Am I getting my years mixed up? He didn't. Play, he didn't throw a pitch last season.
2: No. He signed with the Blue Jays in throw pitch, yeah. But yes, I think it's a, I think it's a great sign. And O'Day, they they bought O'Day it's back huge. on a cheap cheap deal. You know the the impact that he had on that bullpen when he was there. I was there in no team with him. Um, but he's just a he's just a workhorse and, and a great a great leader to have in that clubhouse. Not that they lack that, but yeah. to add that on top of what they already have going there is it's and obviously there's one thing missing. And and if they can get that done before tomorrow, then every Braves fan in the world is going to be as happy as a pig in poo.
1: Yeah. There were the rumors going around today that um, who was it? The Yankees, the Dodgers, and was it the Angels? Were going hard after Freddie. Is that yeah. the tweet I saw?
2: Um, I saw I saw them uh, jumping on a plane going somewhere. So I'm sure they're they're getting wooed around the country right now. Oh, as, um, as
1: he should, you know, uh, like that's yeah. that's what I love for like college football recruits. I'm like, yeah. go on all your visits, like yeah. you just you earned this.
2: Like, yes exactly
1: see wine and dine
2: how does that work so, so teams just bring guys in and show them around the campus and, and oh
1: yeah but they like they have them like stay with another player so the player like takes them out and shows them like like shows them the best time like they're around pretty girls they're you know people like know that it's a recruit so the students who are at the bars are like come to LSU oh we love yeah. you take all those visits you live you live that life
2: and that makers. Is there a way and I'm looking to throw this out there okay, okay. Can somebody please mm. invite Kelsey and I to come yeah. for a college visit because I have never Love ever been a college visit the only college experience that I've ever had was I was we went to Georgia Southern as an under 16 Australian baseball team to play against Georgia Southern. So I got to see a little bit You're of You're
1: coming to an LSU game with Casey and I next year. You and Mandy okay. are coming to an LSU football game
2: with us. Okay, but I want to be a recruit. I want them to recruit me as if I'm going to come and play for them. Come and recruit <laughs> well, I me. I don't think, just want to go. I watch. think they're
1: busy recruiting the people who they're actually actual
2: trying to players. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not going to cost them anything. Just give me a little bit of their time. Show me what it's like. Show me what yeah. it's like to be recruited. I was never in baseball America. I was never in. Top draft pick. I was never in an anything.
1: You okay?
2: Yeah, I'm good. Hello.
1: Hello. So if you had to put money on it right now. Yes. What's your percentage at of Freddie staying in Atlanta or leaving?
2: And I can say this because I've not spoken to Freddie since the offseason about this. So I can say that I think that the chances of Freddie signing back with Atlanta are about 77%. Okay. I think he wants to be there. They want him to be there. They both know what number it's going to take. Liberty Media has just made record profits. If they don't sign Freddie Freeman, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really, really bad look and they're gonna yeah. they're gonna lose a lot of a lot of loyal Braves fans, I think.
1: Well, especially because the numbers are floating around that it's six years, one sixty. One sixty, pay him, pay mm-hmm. the man. If that's, if that's where we're at with the numbers, I, like, I don't know. I, my brain was at sixty five thirty five, just because I like, they would probably love to be out in California. You know? I mean, that's where his dad is. That's where they live in the off season. Like they probably love that.
2: So the, the, the whole, Oh, but what about the taxes? Well, he's already paying the taxes. He lives out there. So that's not going to phase him. That's.
1: Does he have to pay double taxes on his income?
2: So the way it works is we have to pay tax in every single state that we play in. We file 15, 16 different tax returns in every state. Like we have to, yeah, it's- So
1: is that why so many spring trainings are in Florida? So the guys don't have to pay?
2: I think that's purely weather. We don't get paid during spring training. So it's purely the weather. Dang, okay. Yeah.
1: Hmm, The more you know.
2: We just get meal money during spring training.
1: Uh, What about Robbie Ray to the Mariners?
2: I just just picked up on that. So thank you. But that's a long, that's a long contract for a guy that has had a couple of good years, huh?
1: Yeah. I didn't know who he was until this year.
2: You haven't seen him in his tight pants and his
1: Nope, not until this year. Huh? Could not have told you what team he played for, could not have told you that his pants are two sizes too small. Like could not have relayed any of that to you until this season.
2: Right. Well, he's really only, I mean, he had a great year. he, he there's there's no denying. He was probably... And he went, through the, he went through the East, too. It wasn't like he was in the AL Central facing Detroit every week. He, he was facing some bangers. So, oh,
1: uh-oh. another one that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. I kind of love the Tigers. They got Baez. Akil Badu. They have Badu. They have Mize. They have Tarek Skubal. Like, they have Green. I mean... They have a really good young core. And if they pull the right strings this Hmm. offseason, they could be a threat next year, especially in that division.
2: Yeah. I think now, I think Correa's probably a chance to go there, honestly. Um,
1: Oh, yeah.
2: I picked picked him to go to the Yankees, and then he came out and said that Derek Jeter didn't deserve any gold gloves. And I was like, well, well, that might be a bad pick. Oh, yeah, that um, wasn't. I don't know if that one. Then I had him maybe go on the Rangers, but but now it's now it's it's got it. I mean the, where else could he go and get a contract? Unless he decides to back himself and go, you know what, I'll just find a one year 40 million dollar deal somewhere and, and see if I can't get it next year. Because I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So is there what surprised
1: you the most? The Rangers?
2: Yeah. Um, but but not really because, you know, they. this is how it's supposed to work. You know, you rebuild for a couple of years and then you go out and you make a splash and you see what you can do. It's the script that, that everyone seems to be following. But I'm shocked that they've gone as hard as they have. That's for sure. And I'm still... I honestly think that, that Cohen just got his feelings hurt and just was going to go pay Max Scherz or whatever he wanted.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: So um, I don't think that's going to be like a, a, a measure of how pitchers are going to get paid for the off-season. I just think he just wanted to make a splash
1: was there any move by any team that you didn't like
2: uh not really it's as long as guys are getting signed right now i it's i can't fault anybody i don't know i don't know as long as they're signing them to win that's all i care about it can't just be signing them to so that they can get themselves above the perceived whatever the the spending floor might be yeah i wanted to i want people to genuinely be spending because they want to make their teams better and they want to actually win and, and fight for a playoff spot instead of just being involved in this game that 14 teams are competing for a championship and i want everyone showing up to spring training with a chance to to think that they're going to go to the playoffs and 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 mm-hmm. unfortunately there's a lot of young guys that are just showing up and they know that it's not even in, in their in their future baltimore what
1: oh hmm at the- just,
2: just embarrassing franchise.
1: Uh, do you have any predictions?
2: Oh, because that's it. I can predict whatever you want me to predict. Hmm. Give, me, give me something to try. Give me something. Come on, Kels. You you've got any predictions? What, what will
1: I have for dinner?
2: I think you're going to have... Uh, are you going to be having dinner in Atlanta or are you going to be traveling this evening?
1: I am committed to my couch for the rest of the evening.
2: Are you solo? Yes. Are you having any girlfriends come over or bring food or are you going to order Uber Eats or are you going to cook for yourself?
1: Uh, I have one thing to cook here or Uber Eats.
2: I think you're going to order Uber Eats because that didn't feel like you were ready primed to throw something on the hot plate right now. Yeah, it's just it's pasta. So
1: it's just like I gotta find like
2: some kind of protein. So no, just jump on your phone. I don't even know what's around you, but I'm sure there is some fire around that little area that you live in.
1: Little, I love North my Georgia. little Georgia. My little area. How many big splash signs are you gonna say happen before the lockout?
2: How many hours have we got left before the lockout?
1: Isn't it 11.59 December
2: 1st? So,
1: so I think like like
2: 30 hours. 30, 30 hours.
1: Not, not a math company though. So like there will be,
2: there will be, Maddie, write this down. A minimum. 20 signings between now and the deadline. 20 more signings.
1: What? You think it's just going to explode? And then, well, the Marlins just signed. Sandy Alcantara.
2: Extended. Alcantara. Yep, that's the extension. So a
1: five-year contract extension.
2: The biggest extension for a pitcher that hasn't reached arbitration yet. Aww. And worth every cent, by the way. I honestly do think there's going to be that many. Look at how many free agents are still... Now... The big ones like if Freddie signs if if the if that's when I'll be like okay well that's when the, everything else will start. Do you think Freddie, Freddie
1: will sign before the lockout?
2: I hope so okay. just for his sake for everybody's sake I just hope that it's it's done and someone said on Twitter I can't remember who it was but someone was like I just wanted Freddie to sign either with the Braves or someone else so I know whether to be happy or to move on.
1: Yeah well we want to get in to the Arizona Fall League because these are some of the best the best prospects in baseball. We've talked to you about it every year. I mean, every every podcast now. These are the best guys in baseball. And if you want to be at your best, then you probably need to uh, check out Roman. So Roman, if you go to getroman.com slash fame, you're able to speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction. You'll get $15 off your first month of treatment. Um, And and we've said this stuff before, but ED is way more common than people think. It's 52% of men between the ages of 40 and 70 are going to experience some form of AD. So Roman, oh, their system is completely confidential, totally discreet. There's no big logos or labels on the packages, which we love. And with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for your ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. So you don't got to get in your car. You don't got to drive to any office. You don't got to sit in any waiting room straight from your couch. Um, so it's super straightforward and easy. Like I said, two days discrete shipping. So getting started is super simple. If you just go to get slash fame and complete an online visit, if you're prescribed anything, you will get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have the confidence and control this fall that our guys in the Arizona fall league had over in Arizona. Okay. Because, the Mesa, Mesa, I'm not cultured, Mesa, 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 Solar Sox, these names, defeated the surprise.
2: Saguaros.
1: Yep, That ah, what he said. I can't roll my R's. Um, in the championship game, they won 6-0. to zero. So the Solar Sox who won, that team was funneled by players from the Orioles, the Cubs, the Marlins, the Athletics, and the Blue Jays. So Caleb Killian was a guy who... They talked a lot about in that game because he was a star. He pitched six perfect innings with eight strikeouts, Pete, six yes. perfect innings in the championship game.
2: That'll work. Usually I had a buddy of mine. that was actually an Aussie guy that was, was in that. He played for surprise and he got to watch uh he didn't pitch, but he got to watch that. And for me to get that I've always looked at the Arizona four league as just like massive prospects and, and, you know, a chance for these guys to, to show their stuff. But, you know, he's not a massive prospect. He just got lucky enough to be able to get invited and, and go and experience. And it's just a different level of baseball. And his excitement has lifted since being able to, to play in in something like the Arizona Fall League. So
1: Caleb Killian was one of the return pieces from the Giants to the Cubs for Chris Bryant.
2: Mm. Where, where's Chris Bryant gonna go? Sorry, I keep jumping over the place. There's so many things to talk about.
1: Also JJ Blade to RBI. We love that. He, like, didn't have a great regular season and had a really good fall league. And that's good to see. So they announced the year-end awards, Pete.
2: Mm, Pitcher of the year Mm. goes to Owen White from the Rangers in 28.1 innings. He had a 1.91 ERA, 13 walks, a little high, 29 punches. That'll work. And a 1.16 whip. The co-hitter of the year was your boy, J.J. Bleday from the Marlins. 24 games, a 316 average, eight doubles, three, sorry, two triples, five home runs. That's a great, great Arizona Fall League. 24 RBIs and a 1.035 OPS. And the other co-hitter of the year was Juan Yepes of the Cardinals, who had 23 games, hit 302 with eight doubles, seven dingers, 26 RBIs, and a 1.028 OPS congratulations to you the breakout player of the year was elijah dunham from the mm-hmm. yankees in 23 games he hit 357 okay that's that'll work six doubles three triples two home runs 14 rbis only 10 punch outs wow 11 stolen bases and a 1.037 oh, OPS. Sure. a lot of one dots going on here defensive player of the year is jackson clough from the nationals 22 games at shortstop with 50 putouts, 74 assists And one error, giving him a ninety-nine point two fielding percentage, which turning twenty-four double plays, twenty-four double plays. Was I pitching the whole time? (laughs) Reliever of the year goes to Graham Spraker from the Blue Jays. I
1: love that last name. I mean, that's a solid name.
2: Eleven games, eleven innings, standard zero ERA, standard four hits, two walks, seventeen punches,
1: two walks to seventeen Ks.
2: And a point five three whip.
1: Jeez Louise. We also want to shout out the Cubs mm. number 29 prospect, Nelson mm. Velasquez. If you follow our social media at all, you have seen Maddie tweeting about him a ton throughout the AFL. He won no awards. No, none, none for you, but he had great numbers. So he had 26 games. He hit 385.
2: Mm. 385 why is he not why would
1: years? he not win hitter of the year he had better average more home runs
0: yeah his uh I was going to say his 385 was two off of the leader for average
2: as well so this guy almost won the triple crown he didn't he didn't win the co-hitter what how does that what did he what numbers am I not looking what what
1: The other two hitters of the year hit 316 and 302, and he led the league in home runs. He had nine. The other co-hitters had five home runs, seven home runs. He had 24 RBI.
2: Can either of you please make this make sense? The only
0: negative was that he led the league in strikeouts, but...
1: I do not care if he's still hitting 385. I do not care.
2: You heard it first, guys. Strikeouts don't matter.
0: I don't know who's really deciding these things, but the Arizona Fall League just posted they're award winners um i don't know if it's like a vote
1: is he gonna win like mvp or something that hasn't been announced yet
2: that could be what it is maybe we should uh, here's, here's what we do here's what we do this makes up for everything we announce him as the farm to fame mm-hmm. arizona Fall league mvp and send him something that'll make up for everything it's not going to be in the almanac but you're going to be in our hearts and that's all that matters
1: yeah right yeah That's so silly. It's so silly. silly. Um, Okay. Well, y'all want to hop on a flight, grab your dugout mug because we're headed to the Dominican Winter League next. Okay. So it's the holidays. If you've been um, like doing your Christmas shopping yet, you probably need to get on that. Okay, folks. And the dugout mugs make the best gifts for every baseball fan because it's unique. And it's something that they're actually going to use and that they're gonna think is really cool. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? So if you've been listening to us for a while now, you probably already have a dugout mug because we've talked about it now and everybody in our company is obsessed with them. I have a shot glass here, my, my regular mug there. I wanna see the metal mugs really bad. Um, so if you have a base in your life, a dad, husband, brother, sister, girlfriend, wife, anybody, you can go ahead to dugoutmugs.com and use the code John Boyle to get you 30% off site wide so the metal mug like I said is the only metal bat mug on the market that's a newer one that I would really love to see they have the wine glasses which a girl would probably like because I would really like
2: those are you dropping hints right now are you dropping hints Casey if you're watching
1: no so and there they're legit. They have over 18,000 five-star reviews. They're legit. The product's really, really good quality stuff, but you need to go to dugoutmugs.com because I don't know what shipping's like and the world's kind of crazy right now. So you use bombboy get your 30% off. So everybody got their dugout mug. We're going on an aeroplane and we're going down to the Dominican winter league. And we want to shout out Sam Dystra for helping us with some of this info because he has been on this stuff. Um, so these are some names to keep an eye on
2: because
1: okay. they've started off well. Yes. So Cutter Crawford.
2: Another great name, by the way. I Holy cow.
1: Phenomenal. Yeah. Cutter with a K. Yeah. Red Sox. Yeah. Red Sox prospect five games started for 21 and a third innings pitch where he has a league leading 0.42 ERA among qualified pitchers. One earned run. In five starts, and he's only walked eight while striking out twenty-three. He has a one dot zero eight whip. Good for him. C u t t e r Crawford. Best okay. name in baseball.
2: You want me to go next? Yeah. This is your guy though, Ethan Small. See how I said that? I said it like an American. Ethan Small. Small. He's Australian. Small started with two scoreless starts before one adding of three earned runs is 1.80 ERA is fourth best amongst qualifiers overall in five games started 20. That's obviously by design. It seems like these numbers are way too even for it not to be.
1: Oh, I love how beautiful that is.
2: 1.8. If you like that, look at my oh, 2007 stat line real quick. Uh, five games, 20 innings, 1.8 ERA, six walks, 17 Ks and 1.15. Whip <laughs> Ethan Small, shout out to you.
1: You said 2007? 2007, yeah. So in 80 games, you had a 180 ERA.
2: How many 90 innings?
1: innings pitched.
2: 80 games, 90 innings, 1.80 ERA.
1: Yeah. Love that for
2: you. Thank you. Ronnie Maruccio with the Mets. 24 games, 253 average, 22 hits, five doubles, two home runs, eight RBIs, a 6.57 OPS. Nah
1: hello hello passing passing go ahead marlins acquired joey wendell from the rays four i kind of like it
2: pitching sure doesn't say sending pitching that's all they've got the rays needed to
0: clear 40 man space for Corey kluber so that it makes sense that
2: they had to get rid of somebody Hmm. but joey wendell
1: what are the Phillies doing? The Marlins. The Marlins are like sixth in money spent on free agents so far this two weeks.
2: You expecting the Phillies to make a splash?
1: I just feel like everybody in the NL East that needs to is. I mean, everybody besides the Braves, but the Braves don't necessarily need. Their splash just needs to be Freddie. Mm. Um, and obviously, like, they'll pick up some other guys, but like they just won the World Series. Like, they're fine. The Mets are going absolutely bonkers.
2: Yes, they are.
1: The Marlins made some pretty savvy signings. The Nationals yeah. are dead. And the Phillies
2: Hold on. have sure.
1: underperformed.
2: What date is it? <laughs> it is the 1st of December in Australia. And Kelsey has pronounced the Nationals dead.
1: Nationals are dead. And the Phillies have underperformed. And I mean, I don't understand that team at all. They have gone out. They got, they started their splashes with JT Real Muto. They got Bryce Harper. They've gotten some, they got some big pitching names over there. I know Aaron Nola didn't have an Aaron Nola season last year, but like they're just sitting on their tums right now. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I don't, I, Um, but. Okay.
1: I want to talk about Ronnie because I don't, he's hitting 253 Mm. but he's the meta three overall prospect so Mm -hmm. overall the bat's there maddie yeah but he just needs to be a little bit more disciplined so you're saying that he's appearing a little swing happy which kept his opp below 300 this past season has gotten him 271 strikeouts in 306 pro games
2: so but he's also making a lot of errors too so Is it just a, it just needs to clean everything up a little bit right now?
0: Yeah. The point that I was trying to make was I I think that the bat just with maturity can come around. He's still young, obviously. Uh, He's a little bit swing happy, strikes out a little much, but overall the bat's not going to kill him. However, when you pair that bat with pretty bad defense, which I'll let you guys there explain, but when you pair that bat with, Bad defense. That's
2: when the. What are we looking at overall? Right. Lack of discipline. I don't know. Um, in 20 games of Lidom, he's at 11 errors, so it's an 87% fielding percentage, mm. which isn't very good as your number one infielder position. Um, he's got a lifetime 93.8 fielding percentage. In 2021, 21 MLB players played enough games to qualify for defensive metrics the shortstop. The last place amongst those 21 was Glaber taller it's his 95.2 fielding percentage so he would have been dead dead last in so it just seems like a, a it's a it's a maybe it's a maturity it's a growth thing that needs that it needs to put a little bit more of a intensity or an, uh, more of a focus on on getting himself to where he needs to be rather than just expecting it all to happen
0: yeah his lifetime fielding percentage like you said 93.8 not only puts him last place among qualified shortstops, but it's 104th out of all 120 players that even played an ounce of shortstop this past season in the MLB. Mm. So again, still young, still has the room for improvement, but like you're saying, I think it's something that he has to put work into. Mm. I mean, I I guess my question and where I was trying to lead with this, my question for you guys, I mean, The Mets have locked up Lindor for a while, and he's obviously a pretty darn good shortstop. So is it in the Mets' best interest to try and play him elsewhere? Because he has never played a position outside of shortstop and a little bit of DH. So should they start trying him at second? Should they just trade him and move on? Uh, I don't know. That's where I leave it up to you guys. I feel Um, like
1: he's pretty respected in the prospect world and among teams right now. So I Mm. feel like the point that you made about them having Lindor, I feel like now would, I don't know. I don't know. Shortstops
2: typically are, are great athletes. So I don't see a position change. Would be out of the ordinary for someone like him, especially if he struggled at shortstop. A lot of guys have struggled at shortstop position. You can be a shortstop right the way through your career and get to the big leagues and go, you know what? I'm not cut out for this. Move him to third, move him to second, put him in the outfield, something. You know, it's maybe there's a maybe the defense is affecting his hitting, or maybe the hitting is affecting his defense. Maybe everything's just come to a head right now. He needs to change the scenery and he needs to just find somewhere where. He, and that's the thing, you, you go somewhere new and you're instantly loved by these people. Like it's, oh, wow, they're excited to have you. You're getting pushed away from a team that you've been with for, for however many years and, and they're kind of, you've reached your peak there. The
1: mm-hmm. change of
2: scenery, this could be the ultimate change of scenery, guy.
1: Good point, Peter. Thanks, girls. You're welcome.
2: Speaking of good points, do you want to see the first ever 2021 $2 gold coin that I found in Australia? Look at that. Yeah. It is actually a Dorothy the dinosaur two dollar coin.
1: There's a dinosaur on there.
2: That's actually the Queen's head. Oh, so that's that's the sorry queen. Queen. And then If you turn it.
1: Oh
0: no! Did you call her the dinosaur because she's old?
2: No, Dorothy the dinosaur actually is a kid's character on the back of a two dollar coin in Australia. So if you guys can see. There's a
1: kid's character on the back of a coin. How cute is that? It looks like yeah. a little bumblebee.
2: It does. So that's that's a two, that's worth two bucks over here. You wouldn't believe about it, but anyway, we don't have one and one dollar notes. We have one dollar coins and two dollar coins.
1: The Marlins sent back outfield prospect Cameron Misner. He was Ooh. the Marlins' number twenty-one prospect.
2: So here I am thinking that's got to be pitching.
0: Cameron Misner. He had a decent fall league for power hitting. Seven home runs, which is among the. Among the league leaders, um, 14 RBIs. uh, That gave him an 885 OPS, which is decent across 23 games. However, the average is low, 205. So maybe that's why they were trying to plan a little bit to move on. Um, He got promoted to double A towards the end of the regular season and he hit 309 there with an 878 OPS. So
2: that's a good. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Normally, normally the jump from A ball to double A is a it's a adjustment period. So that's that's good.
1: Um, he was the thirty fifth overall pick in the twenty nineteen draft out of Missouri. Reached double A last season.
2: From oh. 10 Rosenthal. Give me one second.
1: Okay. While we're giving you one second, one other guy we wanted to hit on in the Arizona Fall League was Ryan Ro- Royalson for the Rockies. Probably the only positive we've said about the Rockies. Um, they have. Five games, 20 innings, 315 ERA, 24 Ks, third best in the league. I love the Rockies. I want them
2: to be good. Hey, Oi, you're on live on my podcast right now, so keep it clean. But what do you know about Cameron Misner? Cam hmm. Meisner. Meisner, yeah. Meisner. Um, yeah, he's good. He can hit the ball long way. He just got traded to, to the Braves. No. Where did he get traded to? For the Rays. For the Rays for Joey Wendell. Oof. Um, yeah, I went to college with him. He's a great dude. Great um, dude. Swings and misses a lot. Right. But um, if he figures that out, he can really hit. Okay. He hit, he hit pretty good in double A this year and he went to four League. had pretty good numbers in the four league. You reckon he's figured something out? You reckon I can what? You reckon he's figured something out? Yeah, he could have. Lots of swings and misses, you said? Yeah. Right thanks for the insight but he, he's, he's an outfielder he, he can run so he's big but he can run. probably play center field i like it my man all right i'll call you back see you
1: thank That's you right. who are we just speaking to
2: his name is robbie He is a prospect in the pirates organization an australian man who went to mizzou also and uh oh yeah uh, it's uh interesting
1: very nice do you want to very talk nice. about oliver ortega
2: I do. Oliver Ortega, goodness gracious. Got caught up in September and made eight relief outings, five earned runs. He's now in Lidon. In 12 appearances, he's thrown 12 innings, one earned run. That's good enough for a 0.75 ERA with 15 ponches and three walks. Talk about turning it around.
1: I bet.
2: I wish that's one thing I do regret is I've never went and played winter ball. Well, I kind of did in Australia, but it doesn't count. There's a difference between. I would have ball. played
1: for all of those teams. I would have gone to all of the places.
2: So Chris Medlin was telling me that they used to have a Hawaiian Winter League. He played in Hawaii. He played in Alaska Winter League.
1: Uh, that would be me, one thousand percent. Really? Yeah, I'd be you traveling just... the world.
2: Well, I did that, I guess. I did. Yeah, that.
1: you've lived the world. I haven't. I haven't ever left this side of the world. You've lived on both sides. That's pretty neat.
2: Have you never left America?
1: I've left America, but I haven't left. I haven't gone anywhere outside of the Caribbean, Mexico, and North America. Like, I've never been anywhere in South America. I've never been anywhere in Europe.
2: Maddie, you know what I'm hearing? Hmm. True. I'm hearing a European road trip. There's baseball. Peter there, loves
1: talking about us doing these road trips. And I really hope that we actually do one one day. <laughs>
2: I've got four lined up already. So we're just going to be world travelers. <laughs>
1: um, okay. So there are also, there are other international winner leagues going on. So Brian Rocio for the Guardi- guardians. He's in the Venezuelan league. He's hitting 391 right now before Cleveland added him to the 40 man roster asked him to be taken out of the league. So he's no longer there. That's sad. 17 games, 391. so. Um, Leas for the Padres. He's in the Mexican League.
2: I think Maddie just picked... I I, I don't think Maddie even looked at stats. I didn't think he looked at names. It was like, what's <laughs> the hardest names I can pick for Kelsey right here? Know, <laughs> um,
1: he leads the league through 41 games, hitting 386 and, four, and 14 doubles while coming in third for OPS at 939. So... Aussie Lingo because Peter's an Australian, so it's super fitting that super we fitting. do Aussie Lingo. Do you, want,
2: do you want me to stand up and take you outside so we can do Aussie Lingo outside in Australia? Like Please in do. The, okay. Okay.
1: I'll be offended if you don't.
2: I'm gonna take my microphone and I'll take my headphones. Am I plugged in? No. Nope, Is I'm not.
1: Leilani still sitting at the table?
2: No, she's upstairs now. Okay. So, by the way, these are like we need to get these doors. I know we have them in America, but.
1: Wow, that's pretty neat.
2: Okay. Okay, Aussie Lingo. Live.
1: Can you de- Can we dedicate this Aussie Lingo to Casey's sister, Mary Michael, who loves yes. you and listens to farm? You need to, that's terrible lighting. You need to turn the- Mary
2: Michael, light. this is for you. Mm. Uh, granny flat.
1: Granny flat. Um, like a slipper. Mm.
0: Mm. That's good. I'm going with uh, the stoop in front of a house because grandmas always are sweeping the front stoop
2: really um no that's what we call a mother-in-law suite over here in australia and i was driving around the reason why granny flat okay so we were driving around i was like oh check out the granny flat and mandy was like what did you just say is it the granny flat above the garage over there you mean the mother-in-law apartment above the, no, no, the granny flat, honey. So that's why I decided this year was going to be, today was going to be the Aussie Linger. So Very nice. stay behind it. Great okay. lighting. Thank you.
1: What time of day is it there now? 10? It is. Is Mandy up?
2: Yes. Yeah. It's ten twenty. Person. No. Dang,
1: that house looks really cool. Keep going.
2: Okay. Whoa. This is where I'm staying. And this is. So this all, it's all—it's all like—it's um, not like your—it's not like your roses and your pretty flowers, but it's all natural, like Australian fauna, I guess you'd call it. So it's very—it's beautiful in its own way, if that makes sense.
0: Beautiful.
2: I should do all my podcasts like this. What do you think? Like the traveling podcast guy, we just moves his computer around and just, hey, brother, hello. hello. Okay.
1: Well, you tell family that i said hello free free agency is going crazy so we're just going to keep up with that and uh i think next week when we record this episode we're going to have to figure out what the heck and bob we're going to do because we're likely going to be in a little bit of a lockout so we might just play games okay Excellent. so we love you guys farm sure on do. farm often pete's in australia yeah
2: yep v necking my way through australia
1: thanks for watching we'll see you next wednesday keep up with free agency get jeff passin notified on twitter for goodness sakes
2: i don't need to he texts me
1: (laughs) we love y'all have a great happy holidays hope you had a good thanksgiving peace